Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm Emily Benson, and I'm actually giving you a little glimpse into the world of Boutique Training Academy on this podcast episode. I made a really big mistake (laughs) earlier in the week, and I actually sent the link to our Boutique Basics Bootcamp coaching call out to my entire email list. So if you got that link, yes, that was real. That was a complete mistake that I just didn't notice. And so what happened? I freaked out. And then I said, you know what? It's fine. We're a couple weeks out from Black Friday. It feels like people in the industry are really stressed out right now. And if I can provide service and support for more than just the people in our paid programs, then that's great. You know? So... I jumped on the call. It was supposed to be just a call with Ariane, who's my co-coach. And I said, you know what? I'll jump on and I'll just like navigate this with her because we're going to have an influx of people. We have a bunch of people join, which is great. Like I really wanted it to be an opportunity for more people who either listen to the podcast or, you know, or just on my list for whatever reason to like get on and see the work that we do behind closed doors, behind the paywall, right? Like what does it look like to actually pay for a call, pay for a program, and what do you get behind it? Well, that's what we're also going to let you see in this podcast because I figure if I did that for you know the whole email list, then let's just put it on the podcast too. So here's what I will tell you is what you're about to listen to is a group coaching call. We include group coaching calls with all of our programs. So we have three levels of programs. This particular call is for our Boutique Basics Bootcamp course. Now that course is three months long. We have two calls a month like this. They're at least an hour. Usually they're just about an hour. So you get two calls a month and we do do Q&A. So you're going to hear a lot of like sort of question and answer time on this particular one because we did want to go a bit more in depth just because of the time of year it is. So normally on a coaching call, we start with about 10 or 15 minutes of just recap. I like to call it the gospel of like what's going on in the boutique industry. What do we see happening, you know, with people in boutique land that like we could actually step in and help and what advice can we give or what do we see out there happening and what is our take on it? What are our comments on it? So it's a really interesting one because you have both Ariane and I kind of bouncing back and forth. So you get a little more than normal. You kind of get like a double dose of that. And then we always jump into question and answer. So if you're in a spot where you've been like, I really want to work with Emily, like I want to be on a call with her. I want to ask her questions and you want me to, you know, be my honest self and respond and give you great advice. This is the best way to do it. It's very accessible. Like you can obviously book a one-on-one call with me, which I do have available on my website. But I like to say like join a course because you're going to get all of the recorded material, all of the actual work, like the modules, the workbooks, the methods and the madness between like that help you grow your boutique or start your boutique. And then you get these calls on top of it that are live. They are recorded, of course, so that you have access to them forever. But you get live help. So if you are on a call and you said, Emily, I'm almost done with my buying plan or I'm almost done with my business plan or, hey, I just finished designing my website. Can we look at it? Can we talk through it? Yes, 
yes, let's do it. Let's put it on the screen. Let's look at it. And I'm going to give you the best help I can. Ariane's going to do that too. Like we're both highly educated retail professionals who are here to help you and give you actual responses. Our experience is unmatched. There's absolutely no one in the industry right now in a consulting or coaching capacity that has the level of professional experience that Arian and I both have individually and then combined. So what you hear from this podcast and from all the work I produce is from a perspective of like 20 years of experience and corporate level experience too. Like we didn't work in stores. There's a lot of people who like worked in a retail store and then are coming on and saying like, I can teach you how to do it. Do we both have that experience? Yeah, of course. Fifth Avenue stores in New York City, we have experience. I I mean, I used to run departments for companies that had 163 stores. I think we had, I think when I was at Club Monaco, there was like 363 stores, but I did not have departments in all of those stores because they didn't carry all of the men's things that I did. And anyway, that's getting into the nitty gritty. But What I will tell you is we both have bought at massive scale. We have both discovered new designers that you know their names today. I mean, Ariane discovered Chan Lu. Like that's a huge, was a huge business for her at Bendel's. If you've ever seen a wrap bracelet, if you've ever heard of Chan Lu, like Ariane is part of that origin story. And I, I like know she's going to blush when she hears me say this, but that's just one of tens, maybe hundreds of stories like that, that Ariane and her, you know, 17-year career at Bendel's, 15-year career at Bendel's, helped launch so many jewelry designers that you and I know as household names today. So don't overlook, you know, the experience we have. Like you might say like, oh, Emily has a great podcast. Yeah, I do. I also have like a lot of really great experience insights into what it means to have a retail business that lasts. And what I'm going to tell you, and I've been saying this for a while, is we're going to see a lot of businesses close in the next six months a lot of boutiques are going to close because they can't handle it. And they haven't innovated and they won't innovate. And I'm not saying that to scare anyone. Like I really don't want to. And I'm I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable as always saying something like that because you know me, I am like the most positive person. At the same time, we can't keep all selling the same white tan plaid jacket that everyone's selling. Like no, that doesn't work. And it's not going to work in 2024. Like it's over. It's done. Consumers are catching on. You have to start being as unique as possible, speaking directly to a very specific audience. If you think you can sell everything to everyone and have something for everyone, I've been preaching this for years. And you're going to see it come true in the next six months, like harder than ever. Because you can't just sell something for everyone because everyone is no one. So, okay, I'm getting on a tangent. But the real deal here is that I want to give you a glimpse. I texted Ariane. I said, hey, like, are you cool if I put up the coaching call as a podcast? And she was like, do it. Like, we gave such good advice. I got all excited for my Black Friday. You know, everyone on the call had a great time. So yes, do it. So what you're about to hear is part of a paid program called Boutique Basics Bootcamp. If you want to join, you can join. It's rolling enrollment. And all you have to do is sign up on the link in the show notes. And you'll get immediate access to all of the content behind the scenes. You get modules, you get workbooks like about the method to grow your business to $3,000 a month and beyond. 
And then you get these coaching calls. So giving you a glimpse into what these coaching calls looks and feels like, uh, I'm excited to do it. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. Let us know your feedback. And I'm so excited for Black Friday next week. I'm so excited it's coming. If you haven't planned, you're like this is going to give you the download on where you should be right now for Black Friday and Small Biz Saturday and all that jazz. So enjoy it. Get as much as you can out of it. Take notes if you're driving, like pause and take notes, screenshot the timestamps where you want to go back to, but enjoy it. Here we go. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. If you haven't yet joined Boutique Basics Bootcamp or you're interested in joining and you got the link for this, welcome. Um, We're happy to have you. It's been a pretty weird time in boutique land. And I think that's why I'm like weirdly okay letting a lot of people stay on Um, because a lot of you frankly need support. And I think a lot of you aren't ready to pay for it yet or you aren't ready to join one of my courses. I know there's a bunch of you on here that have taken courses. It's great to see you. Welcome back. But there's a lot of you, there's a lot of people in a community that haven't decided to take the leap and take a course yet. Um, so you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna allow you to stay here. I'm gonna give you uh, some insight into what that looks like to actually be supported in your boutique business, and feel like you can conquer anything at this point. I'm gonna let Ariane take over in a few minutes, and that's it. I, I like. I am so happy. So many of you guys clicked. There are a lot of you guys that are actually in the course. So welcome. This is your weekly call. This is your twice a month call. And if you are not officially in a course and you got an email, welcome. Like, hey, have a little sneak peek into what's going on. We have world-class education inside the portal. So you aren't getting access to that portal stuff right now unless you've taken the course. My Boutique Basics Bootcamp course was the first course out there for starting a boutique. And it continues to help uh, people get to honestly six and seven figure boutique businesses. Uh, it's a, it's our starting course, but uh, we've had plenty of people go on to, I had someone say that I took bootcamp and then I had a six, you know, I grew myself to $60,000 a month the, the, that next year. And I was like, what? Um, so, you know, the education that you're going to get in this course is world-class top notch and will set you up for success. So if you're struggling in your boutique business right now, it's a great time to get support. It's also a great time because it's the end of the year. So anything you purchase from us is always going to be a write-off on your taxes. It's going to be deductible um, under professional, legal and professional fees uh, on your QuickBooks. So um, any course that you invest in will be, you know, spend that money before the end of the year or you get it you get taxed on it. I'm just kind of going through. So I know we have questions. We're going to start off with people that are in the course and their questions. This course is top notch. If you are in bootcamp currently, you're currently enrolled, please, please go through lesson three, uh, module two and module three over and over and over and over. That's about ideal client and product assortment. And those are some of the two most powerful. We also have time if you want to talk about a quick Black Friday moment for yourself, like you need help with Black Friday planning, we can do that as well. I'm going to say thank you guys for joining. I'm going to stay on and listen and hang out. And Ariane, if you want me to jump in on anything, I'm here. Um, Okay, so you can hear me, right? 
Yes, totally. Okay. okay. I don't know. I was logged in as you already. So I know. I came up with that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Boutique Basics Bootcamp and this like bonus call. <laughs> uh, it's Ariane. Uh, I am Ariane Braverman. If you don't know who I am, I am one of the coaches here at Boutique Training Academy. Uh, Emily and I go way back, uh, but I also have my own boutique. It's an online jewelry and accessories boutique called Ariane Schulbox that is seven years old. And prior to that, I have now like over 20 years of experience in corporate retail. So I had 15 years as a buyer and then did some consulting along the way until I opened my own business. So many of you probably know who I am, (laughs) Um, but if you don't, welcome. Uh, And just so you know, I've taken many of Emily's courses, if you are new here, um, and they were game changers for me in my course, in my business. Um, So, and I'm based out of New York, so 45 minutes outside of the city. Okay. So Maude, I got your question. I have it all set. So we'll definitely get to that. Um, And then I was actually going to talk about Black Friday this week uh, because it is coming like a freight train. (laughs) Okay. So happy November guys. Um, I can't even believe it's November to be honest. And that black Friday is about two and a half weeks away. So I love fourth quarter. I always have, um, in all my years of retail experience, the holiday season is upon us, no matter what that's going to look for you, look like for you and your business. So there may be people here that haven't started their, their businesses yet, or just like getting off the ground and and that's okay. Um, and there's people that are in it. And then there's people that are like, okay, Black Friday's two weeks away and I haven't done anything. That's okay too. We're going to figure that out. Okay. So the reason why I love fourth quarter so much is because I love the energy. I love the spirit, the hustle bustle. Like it just drives me. I like live for this time of year. Um, and if you are going to be doing anything for Black Friday or Small Business Saturday, you're going to want to start making those final decisions if you haven't already by this week. Um, and I, Maude, I know that's one of your questions. Um, so it's not too late to get that together and we'll talk about that. But um, you want to start kind of finalizing those plans this week if you haven't done so already. Uh, and just so that you aren't scurrying. Um, you know, we always talk about, you know, working smarter, not harder. Um, and and I am have was guilty of this, like when I first started my business, that I couldn't even really enjoy my Thanksgiving holiday because I was worried about Black Friday or Small Business Saturday or what that was going to look like. So, kind of working a little bit ahead of ahead of it, having a game plan, um, and that's not just for this time of year; it's for any time of year during your business is helpful. Okay, um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um, if you ordered anything special for Black Friday. Make sure you know when it's arriving uh, and anything that you have ordered specifically for holiday, make sure you know when that's arriving. It's really important to check those deliveries because you have a very short window. So the holiday season's very fast. So if it's going to be late, you need to, you need to know that. And you don't want it to be late because you don't want to be selling, selling sparkly things like right in December. Like you don't want it coming first in December. Okay. If you didn't order anything special, don't worry about it. You have plenty of inventory to sell, I'm sure. Um, and we're going to talk about ways that, um, you can kind of move that inventory. This is also a great time to think about how you're going to market your inventory to your customer this time of year. It feels, and I think Emily can vouch for this too. Um, 
every year, and this is in the big box stores, the Black Friday deals are getting earlier and earlier. They were starting in October. Um, you know, these are the big box stores, okay? They're just trying to make their numbers. They're trying to make their their sales. Um, I mean, my inbox and my emails are crazy with all of these, of these crazy deals that are happening because they just want you to spend your money, okay? So I like to, like when they're doing this, I like to kind of look and I like to see what they're featuring and kind of, it starts to inspire me actually how I can do it on my level for my business. Um, I like doing a gift guide. Already the gift guides are coming out. I mean, there's a time of year that the gift guides didn't even come out until like, like middle of November. Um, and now it's earlier and earlier. So that I don't think pertains to boutique business. I think boutique business can do that. You can start talking about it. You can start teasing your customers about it. Um, but I don't think you have to worry about like, oh my God, I have to send out those gift guides now. Okay. You should do it in the next week or so. But I think, you know, really focus on your boutique. Stores are starting to get their holiday if you have a brick and mortar, starting to get your holiday business in, uh, I'm sorry, holiday decor up. That's totally cool. You can start doing that. You want to feel very festive going into that weekend. Okay. What I like to do is my business is jewelry and accessories, very gift giving. So I do a lot of things around for my business about a gift guide. Um, I'm online only. I do pop-ups throughout this time of year. So I am focusing on that. So I like, I also look at my history from last year. Now, if you don't have history because you just started, that's okay. Uh, you learn a lot. Um, I actually opened my business during November, like during the holiday season. So I didn't really know what would sell. Seven years in, I know what works. I know what my customers want. Um, so when I do pop-ups, like I notice a trend. Um, I, I try to notice the trend. I try to see what um, people are buying. I know for me, because like I just said, jewelry and accessories are more like gift giving. I do a lot of that $30 to $50 price range. Um, and that works for me. So when I do a pop-up, I make sure that that stuff is kind of in the center, front and center, easy. My customer loves personalization. She loves Zodiacs. She loves easy bracelets because bracelets are like, most of the time the bracelets I sell are stretch, stretch bracelets and they are one size fits all most of the time. Um, so, and I like to create uh, gift guides under 50, under 30, stocking stuffers, teacher's gifts. Those are big parts of my business. And this is all just to give you kind of some ideas how to start to market to your customer. Um, other ideas that you can do, um, gift bundles. Um, you know, you could do like a candle sweater bundle or a loungewear set. Um, or, you know, like if you do hats, gloves, scarves, you can do like a little bundle there. Um, you want to make it super easy for people. Uh, to gift. Um, you know, I also do like bracelet sets and bundle it as one price. Uh, usually I try to make it a little bit less than what it would be if you bought three separate bracelets, just so it feels like a deal. Um, there are so many great ideas that you could do. Uh, another way to think if you're not so much gift driven, gift driven in your stores is to think about your, your customer, how she may want to shop for herself. Think about you know, maybe she has her own wish list. Uh, maybe she has holiday parties and dinners. What is she wearing? You know, you, you can, you can in your stores or online make outfits, displays, things like that. Um, make it feel, um, Emily, I think you also mentioned this, I think on a post or 
I don't remember where I saw it last week, but editorial, make it like feel like what they're going to want, how they're going to want to wear the items. Um, you can really have fun with it this time of year. And that's probably one of the reasons why I, I love this time of year because you can have fun with it. Um, can I jump in for a so, sec? Yeah. Sorry. I just, I don't know. I'm now excited being on this. You can, it's so hard to not get excited. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, everything you're saying is like a thousand percent from my mouth too. Like I would say the exact same things you're saying. And I think I just want to stress, honestly, that it should be simple for you. Mm-hmm. Because if you're like trying to do a different promo every day or hourly discounts or out, whoa, like it's just, it, I honestly think that customers want things to be really simple right now. And the easier you can make it for yourself and for them, I actually think your sales will be higher. Um, The other thing I would say too is thinking about what needs to happen with your inventory right now. So do you have a lot of inventory sitting around? Like be honest with yourself. Like, do you have a lot of old inventory or do you not? You know, if you're in um, bootcamp, you have access to a great chart um, in Boutique Basics Bootcamp. Uh, no, I'm sorry, in Black Friday Masterclass. But Black Friday Masterclass, that's like the best place to start because basically I start out by just saying, do you have a lot of inventory or not? Like if you do have a lot of inventory, just use what you have. And like you're like everything Arianne's saying, like making bundles, making packages, making it like gift giving, like you can do that with the inventory you have. I think there's a lot of pressure to like do something new, add a bunch of stuff. Or go big, deep discounts on like your whole store, which isn't necessary unless like truly you're in a tough, like you have a ton of inventory that you really need to get through. Um, So yeah, I think starting with the concept of like, do I have a lot of inventory or do I need to kind of create something out of nothing is a good place to start Um, because then you you know what your goal is. Is your goal to get through a lot of units? Okay, great. Then do bundles, move through units. Or is your goal to just, make as much revenue as you can because you really need to like bump up your sales. Well, then you're going to try other things for that, right? So I can keep it simple and focus on, don't focus on the sales number. Like, I, I think that's where I get with this weekend. Like focus on like how many units you can get through, how many orders you can get, how many new people you can get in the door. Like think about other metrics where you're not going to be so obsessed with like, how much money did I make? You know, it's like, I think that that's the mindset piece that, I want to like layer on to the awesome ideas that you're giving. So. No, I think it's great. And I love that we're tag teaming here, by the way. Good. Okay, good. I hate taking <laughs> over. I hate, I don't want to like take yeah. over the call, but I, you know, I do think that like the, the energy of the boutique world is a little weird right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that too, but yeah, it, does. it feels like people, you know, it feels like TikTok shop is taking off, but then like you see all these TikTok people being like, Ew, I hate that there's someone selling something to me constantly. Like, it's a really weird world out there right now where it feels like, you know, retail is retail. We're always going to want to sell things. But I think shifting about how you, shifting your thought about how you're selling things where it's not you're selling products. You're not like, this is the cutest jacket. It's like, this is the jacket that when you leave for school drop off, you can wear sweats under and you look so put together because you have this great jacket, right? It's, it's selling the offer. It's selling the collection, the editorial version of it, like you're talking about, rather than the just, hey, I have this for sale. You know, it's, the, it's a little bit of that shift in um, 
it's, it's a shift, I think, in how we're thinking, because I think people are a little bit sick of being sold products to. I yeah. think they want the experience they want. Like you're, and I think everything you're saying goes back to this of selling the um, bundles and looks and stacks of bracelets. Like you're giving people a look, you're not just selling them a product. And that's, I think, huge right now too. I think it's, too, yeah, I was just going to say like, I feel like when I post now or when I'm doing a live, or um, anything, I feel that I have to tell them why they need to have this, this necklace or this bracelet set. And like, like you said, like being put together, or it's really easy. And I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast is that a lot of times people don't know what they're supposed to wear um, together, and they're confused. Um, So they need you to show them the way. Um, But also, like, for instance, I just brought in these necklaces that have three lengths. And I explaining that to people, they're like, whoa, really? I can layer it? Or, you know, I have a bigger neck that a 16 inch doesn't usually fit my neck, but a 20 inch does. Like them knowing that they have that, like, I feel like they need as much information as possible without feeling like they're being sold. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Well, it's the same idea. I mean, in the world I live in selling information, it's instead of saying like, oh, I'm going to sell you this course with modules and, and coaching calls. It's like, I'm going to actually sell you the entire blueprint to start your core, start your boutique business with the, as much ease as possible. And like having it be as clear as possible. Like it's, it's very different the way I'm right. It's like, I can mm-hmm. say, Oh, I sell courses or I could say, no, I sell, like I sell the tools you need to be a successful boutique owner and make money and make profit and, you know, not be working 24 seven. That's the difference, right? It's you're selling a product versus selling a look, an offer, an idea, a collection. Uh, you know, it's it's uh it just feels more important or more natural, I guess, or it feels more valuable, you know. Agreed. And I think yeah. a lot of people out there just like kind of slinging t-shirts and like that's I don't know how long that's gonna last for, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's so much out there now that I feel like it ha- you have to stand out um, among everybody else. Yep, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's a lot of talk also I'm seeing online about just general quality of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like how good is a $6 shacket from TikTok shop really going to be? You know what right. I mean? Like, right. I, I do think that there is this weird segment of of where boutiques can slide right in and sell at a price point that's like 45 to $100 or you know, 35 to $200 and do really well. Cause that's, what's kind of missing right now in the marketplace. We have a lot of people selling cheap stuff online. And then we have a lot of people like Nordstrom has gotten like pretty expensive free, you know, anthropology has gotten pretty like $300 dresses, $400 dresses. So I think also there's this really special like place for boutiques that like, you know, we're, we're ready to like get those customers that don't want to buy cheap stuff. And also don't really want to spend $400 on a dress that probably we could sell too for $48 or $58, you know? Right, right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, yeah. So I'm glad we're so on the same page. We usually are, but. (laughs) We always are. That's the craziest part. We're always in the same parallel, like, thought process. And I was actually, I hadn't gotten there yet, but I was actually going to talk about, like, looking at your inventory and being honest and, like, what do you need to move? Like, do you have fall inventory sitting there right now that you should be taking markdowns on? Yep. You know, because you shouldn't be buying more fall right now and you shouldn't, you should be getting out of it. Like you should be having winter items in your store. Like, you know, like 
jackets or sweaters or you know those things and I know it's been like kind of over here it's been weird the weather so I'm you know what I mean with like sweaters and and things like that so um so if there's stuff that you need to move don't like like Emily said don't sit on it um maybe there's something that doesn't that you could push as a doorbuster even on Black Friday that you want to move a lot of inventory about um you know, if you're sitting on something that didn't move as well as you thought it would, but hey, maybe it could be like a doorbuster on Black Friday. I yeah, mean, that's a really deep discount. It's such a good idea. Like go yeah. like 40% off, 50%, just go like super deep. So like, it just feels so like such a deal. Like right. I think the other thing is like, I think in general, the like 20% off here, 20, you know, it's like, yeah. I think you got to be a little bolder and a little braver. And that doesn't mean you have to go 40% off on your whole store. No. But I was talking to someone yesterday and she just had a ton of sweaters and jackets. And I was like, guess who's going 40 to 50% off Black Friday weekend on sweaters yeah. and jackets? Because you're right. I mean, it's November 7th. We have like, what, six weeks, eight mm-hmm. weeks until we're just, it's over. Like, yeah. you got, you got like six weeks to go so hard. And to be honest, I was at the mall this weekend and most stores were, they had their Christmas, like obviously holiday collections out, but it seems like most of the fall things were 20 to 40% off. Like there were some good sales to be had. And I was like, well, it's the right time of year to have the sales, you know, yeah. and it's very busy. So that's the other thing I think, like, um, I do think there's also like a myth of like, oh, things are bad. Things are bad. Well, first of all, they're, they're always a little weird. The first two weeks of November, we've seen that for yeah. years it always uh-huh. yeah. a little weird because people yeah. are kind of like waiting for deals hence why big box retailers are like you said wanting to do earlier promos um but I also think it's bull crap because I went to the mall and it was packed I couldn't yeah. find a spot and I mean it was like I think I went Sunday afternoon and it was a nice day like it was I like had to go return something but it was a nice day outside and I was like very surprised how many people we're in stores, at the malls, looking at stuff, buying stuff. So uh, the other thing too is do not let this talk about economy, inflation, all that stuff get to you. Like you can have your piece of the pie. Like, yes, is our country a bit dystopian right now? Yeah, like I'm, I can't skip over that. Like things are a little weird right now um, across the world too. I mean, like there's oh, just yeah. a, a, like going on globally. Um, yep. But this is where we stay focused. And this is where we say, okay, I have six weeks to like, go hard in my business. I'm not going to let this stuff distract me. I'm not going to let someone in a Facebook group say, the economy is so bad. I'm not making sales. Like that's their story. Like what is your story? What have you decided to do for the next six to eight weeks? That is what you have to focus on because as Ari and I both know, everything goes up and down. And while right now feels actually a little extra weird, <laughs> 30 years <laughs> weird, like, yeah. right? Like it's just a little weird. Um, it's also, it also doesn't mean that the economy has stopped, you know, and that people are not still spending money and buying things and da, da, da. And that goes back to what you're saying. You really have to have unique stuff and stand out as a brand. Like that's, what's going to get you farthest fast, fastest right now too. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, that's, you know, those are all like, like good things to like think about. Um, and then the other thing, the one, the last thing, and then I'll, I'll take questions is that, consistency is key during this time period. So I already talked about like buttoning up your Black Friday stuff, but you should also be planning out what you're posting, um, any emails, like do it now. Like, you know, like I know for me, like starting on the 18th, I've got pop-ups every week 
until the middle of December. And that I don't want to be thinking about my emails or my posts. So I have been like, I have given myself a soft date and giving myself a day or two grace period in case I can't hit that date of when I want to be buttoned up. So I don't have to be thinking about that. You don't have to do that, but have a good idea of what you're doing. Um, like what you want to post so that you don't have to, that's one less thing that you have to think about. I try to make it, and I've learned this from you, Emily, like to make it as easy as possible so that when you're run, when I'm running to my pop-ups or I want to enjoy the holidays with my family and the other 900 things that we have going on during the holiday season personally, I don't have to worry about that I had to post something today or I have to have an email sent out. So just think about what you want that to look like. What do you, what kind of emails do you want to send out? What do you want to do talking to your customers? Like how to get them in your store. If you're doing pop-ups, they should know where you're going to be so they can see you in person. Um, Things like that. How can they shop with you this holiday season? These are all things that your customer needs to know, whether it's in an email blast, in a post, um, if you go live, however it is, however, whatever you do, um, just, you know, I, and I'm old school and I've said this and you guys, guys that have been on this, these calls with me before, I like to print out a calendar and I like to roadmap my way through the, through the season and write in for each day, what I think I'm going to post, whether I schedule it out that week or it's in next week, I'm going to schedule out next week's post, whatever it is, however, I'm going to do it. Um, I like to have this piece of paper that I kind of take everywhere with me. And I, and when I get these ideas of like, maybe what I want to use for content, I kind of write it down there. Um, you can do it on your phone, however it works. I'm old school. I like pen and paper (laughs) Um, and I like to physically see it. Um, so that was like the last thing I wanted to mention, um, before I, uh, um, got to the questions. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Emily? Consistency is exactly what I wanted to talk about. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in this big kick where I've really been pushing with some of my, like, you know, with the sky's the limit people, like we've been talking a lot about posting like two to three times a day, just like how much harder can you go? Like, you know, I'm, I'm a student myself all the time. Like I, you know, I painted a new little podcast area in my room, in my office and the whole time I'm listening to YouTube creators and copywriters and just people giving advice on how to be an entrepreneur today between social media and thought processes and all that stuff. And one of the big things that keeps coming up in every space I seem to listen to is the more you do, the more you'll make. And normally I'm like, no, no, no. Like that's not, that's not how it works with inventory, right? We know that the blanket statement of like, the more you buy, the more you sell is crap. That's not true. Not true. Right. Right. But I do think there is something to be said for like, if you're posting once a day and you've been really consistent about that, can you go to two times a day? If you've been sending one email a week, can you send two emails a week? You know, and, and more than that, right? Like I, I have a really big intention of doing two podcasts a week, you know, and two YouTube videos a week. We're not quite there yet, but like, everything else has gotten better. And, and I see that the more I post, the more people are coming to me too. Right. So that's the other thing. I think a lot of us think, oh, we're constantly having to like, um, like draw people in. How do I attract new customers? You know, the best way to do it is post more and be more clear about your posting. You know, like when you said, if you're doing pop-ups, like, tell me what state it's in, tell me the address, tell me like the amount of posts I see where I'm like, there are seven Washington's streets in the 
a 20 mile radius of me. Like what town is it in? Like, you know, be very thorough and don't ever assume that someone who sees your post a follows you B knows who the heck you are or C is willing to do the work to look up who you are and where you are. Right. Like, so I think what you said in terms of like making sure people know that you're a pop-up. Yeah. Give them the address, give them enter through the side door, give that, you know, and do it multiple times. Because I think that's the other thing is, you know, even I follow stores around me and sometimes they'll post things and I'm like, wait, where's that one again? Like, what's that? Right. And I just, I think we forget that when we're online, we are literally in a global community. Like it is not just the people that know us or follow us. I, I'm so unattached from what I post. It's just like, I just have to post, you know, it has to be a good quality post. I have to do it more. And I have to unattach from the outcome that every post might make me money or will make me money. What? It's all going to make you money in the end. And it's not your job to figure out who's going to buy, what they're going to buy, when they're going to buy, where you're going to ship. You have no idea. And so I think that's the other thing I want to remind everyone is like, Stop putting, um, this, I, I also, if this is your first time on a call, this is normally the time I call the gospel, <laughs> like, <laughs> to, like give our talk about like what's going on and what we feel, but like, you know, questions, we're going to get to your questions. Um, but I do think it's like, you know, um, I, I do like, I think these things are important to remember because we forget and we forget that like you know, simply sitting down for an hour and putting on Real Housewives of New York on the screen and scheduling as many posts as we can, that is a lot of effort to put forth. And that's going to probably bring you some money, you know? Mm-hmm. So so do know that your effort will eventually turn into orders, turn into money. It might not be immediately. It might not be tomorrow. It might not even be next month, but you're going to get there. And the more consistent you are and the more clear you are with your messaging and what you're selling and who you're selling to, the faster it could potentially happen. So yes, consistency and like go harder and see what happens. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You have nothing to lose. Literally nothing to lose. And like I said, that stupid Taylor Swift reel, I talked, honestly, I talked about how she like goes to very specific places and has, so like I, I went to college with this kid whose dad worked as an agent in LA and he would talk about all the time how, artists like like musicians from like the 70s and 80s they would have to play like be on tour for like 200 days a year just to make like a living salary they'd play at like country fairs and festivals and you know like all these things just to literally like make a living salary where someone like Taylor Swift has worked so hard and knows her audience and is so close to her audience that she has so much demand for her that she can limit the supply. She can say, I'm only going to play for four nights in a row in Toronto or five nights in a row in Toronto. And there's only so many seats and there's only so much, and that's the only time I'm coming there. And what that does is it gives her more credibility. It gives her more value in the end. So my point was like, don't think now that TikTok shop is up and going, you have to go live on TikTok every day for eight hours to make money. Like, no, like create a model that works for you and doesn't overwork you. Because I think that's, you know, when you have really beautiful stuff that people really want and you have that demand there, then it's just about you feeding the demand. It's not, you don't have to like ramp up the demand. You don't have to oversupply to make money, right? You have to build demand and then supply that demand. So just thinking about it from like a clearly like, what do people talk about in their MBA programs? You know, it's like supply demand. Like if you have something that people want, they will line up around the corner with 20,000 other people to get a t-shirt 
you know? But if you show up every day selling the same t-shirt and the same thing all day, like people are going to get bored with that. So think about how you can, you know, think differently, think outside the box about what you're doing and not overdo it because you think that's going to make you more money. Like, you know, I should do a reel that's like things that don't make you money, like running sales, going live every day. Like, you know, and sometimes those things will, they'll get you going. But I guess my point is it's never like, run a sale and make a bunch of money. Like, it's just, it's not always like that. So we can't rely on that as like a strategy. So anyway, I'm rambling. I feel like that's okay. <laughs> but that's where the best stuff comes out though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ariane. Thank you no, for seriously. Seriously. Yeah. I think it's stuff that like, no, I'm no, I'm like, seriously. Like, I think sometimes like, like these golden nuggets come out of those types of things, like conversations, you know what I mean? Okay. So should we get to some questions? Yeah, let's get to some, why don't you take the lead? And then if you need me, I'll just sit here, okay. but I'm going to turn my mic off. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to go with Maude first because she had posted that in the group. Maude, I think we kind of like hit a bunch of your questions. Um, but you had said, I have not planned my Black Friday yet. I just did a spooky sale around Halloween and I have not had as much sales as I thought from it. I'll be away from Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving weekend. I'm thinking of doing daily deals the week prior. Do you think that's a good idea or are shoppers expecting it more on actual Black Friday and more likely to shop there? What type of deals do you recommend doing for Black Friday? Um, do you want to unmute, Maude? Yes, you might hear my toddler in the background, but that's okay. We're, we're all used to that. That's cool. Um, <laughs> no problem. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, you could definitely do the Black Friday deals like before that. Um, like we kind of mentioned, like everybody's kind of doing them now. Like I think that it's okay if that's what you want to do, so you can enjoy your vacation. Do it. Do the deals. Right. Um, right. But you know, based on what we kind of said earlier. You want, you can do daily deals every day if you want. Um, you just, I would kind of like look at your inventory. What do you want to move? What are your expectations? Uh, what do you, um, you don't want to like, you know, Emily mentioned it too. And I had done this myself and I stopped doing it because it got to be too much is doing a daily deal too much every day. Or do you want to, you know, like, what are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking? Right. Um, so I was thinking for daily deals, it's just because I feel like when I do a, a sale on like multiple things, mm -hmm. it's hard to showcase all those things. Right. That makes sense. So if like, I was going to do daily deals, I could like schedule the discount, schedule the email. Right. And the post and right. kind of like focus on. Gotcha. that deal for the day and maybe keep it open until black friday so then black friday all the things are there if that makes sense but then like during the week prior so what would a daily deal be for you i guess is what i'm asking um i have some clothing that i would like to move through i have okay. like dresses corded crews um i would Probably do like a build your own t-shirt type of thing for a day because uh, those usually do okay. Um, I have like tumblers and keychains and earrings I would like to get through as well. So, so it's would like one day you do like, <laughs> like 25, per, I mean, like, do you, I don't know how much inventory you have, but 
um, would you do like a big percentage off tumblers on Wednesday? Let's just say, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like this day focusing on like tumblers, the next day would be like maybe the clothing, uh, day after that, uh, the earrings or accessories. Okay. Okay. Have you ever yeah, done, kind of, have you done that before? Or this is like the first time you're kind of really putting up a plan like that? Uh, I, yeah, that would be the first time I'm doing it. I would okay. be doing it okay. this way. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do daily deals, that's fine. I would just be very clear with exactly what you're going to post in that. Because I also think like, like if, and this is just my personal thought, like you want to be very focused. So like, if you're going to do like, tumblers like I would just do that one day like I wouldn't do tumblers and keychains or tumblers and earrings like right make it very clear like what you want to do for each day and just figure out how much you want to take off or like you know it could be a flat price you know I don't know if you have like a lot of different yeah. prices but like all tumblers I'm making this up $25 you know what I mean um or something like that but yeah you mm-hmm. could absolutely do it that way that way you can schedule it out ahead of time that's fine and do you think I should just keep the deal open for like 24 hours I or think, keep it open for like the rest of that week? I, I like, kind of think that you should just do it for the 24 hours. I mean, what do you think, Emily? I'm sitting here going, yes, yes, quick and dirty. Like, yeah, I think the thing is, if you're going to do so. Having a discount of the day gives me anxiety personally because it's like a lot to deal <laughs> with. And yeah. yeah. Um, so, but like if you plan this all out, you can totally do it. I think the thing is when you have such a short discount, you have to remember that you gotta over like over inform people about what's going on and over inform them about that discount. So like mm-hmm. in general, like when I open a program or I do like a short term discount on something, I'm very clear, like doors closed, special ends at 11.59 PM PST on this day. And I'm always saying that date. When I didn't say that date, it didn't create a sense of urgency. So I tr- I've tried to do not, you know, dates and countdowns and things like that. And just people don't buy. They just want the, they want the deadline. They want to know like they're in or they're out. And I think for you, I think 24 hours is fast. Um, but as long as you're posting like three or four times a day and sending an email or two out a day with that discount, like specifically in there, I think you can do the 24 hours. I would not do a long-term discount unless you're planning to say like, so for, again, I'll go back to the example that we set up yesterday with a client where we said, you're going to do 40% off shackets and sweaters from like the morning of Black Friday to the evening of Cyber Monday, you know, whatever those times seem to be. And that's all she's promoting. Like, because the other piece of this is you've got to remember, this is a time where you can and should be sending, and you can send multiple emails a day. So like every time I close a program, I send three emails out on the final day. There's a morning, an afternoon, and a like three hours before the deadline closes. And do I get a lot of unsubscribes? Yes, I do. But I don't care because I also get people who buy. Right. And so you have to remember, I think, in all of this that um, how many, how much communication or posting is going to be too much where you're like, Ugh, like I'm annoying people. But like also 
keeping up with kind of what you need to be doing to get in front of people. So where does that balance strike? Um, and yeah, I, like, I just worry if you do 24 hour, if you do more than 24 hours, no one has a sense of urgency to actually get the deal. Right. Right. Like, I, I create urgency for sure. And I think like when I've done that in the past, like I definitely got, because I was like, and I think it was from one of the master classes that you did, Emily, was that I sent out an email in the morning and then I posted about it. And then at night, like, like at six or seven o'clock, like final hours to get this deal. Yep. And, and I would get a lot of people at 11 o'clock at night, like by <laughs> like, because they're like, Oh crap. I like, I'm going to miss out on this. The other thing I wanted to mention, and I've been doing this for the past few years leading up to black Friday. And I think this could be work for you mod too, to let people know, like, so the Tuesday or Wednesday, now you, you'll probably do this earlier because you're not planning on doing anything Black Friday. You're going to do it the week before. But two days before it's going to happen, I send an email and, a po- and I post about it and I talk about it, about exactly what's happening each day. And like what, so they have an idea of yeah. what's going to be happening. So like, oh, on Wednesday, tumblers are going to be 15, 50% off. And the next day is me sweatshirts. Like I've got to be ready. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, and so kind of telling them what you're doing ahead of time, they like to be in the know. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes me think of the um, Ulta deals that they do like a week daily thing. And like, you know, in advance what's going to be on sale what day. Yeah. Yeah. They actually sucked me in last week, by the way. Well, it's nice because to of that, that preview, though, because then you can like plan how you're going to spend your money, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I, I would just say, just don't do it too soon. You right. know, like I, I think there's a certain like level of like you want to let people know, but you don't really want them to like wait for it. So even if you were say you were right. going to start your promos on on Monday, you could start advertising on Friday or Saturday. You know, yeah. maybe Thursday, but like I wouldn't go too much earlier, like than two to three days before. Because they forget, yeah. like they, they won't remember yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's the the one thing I would add to that is just to kind of let them know what kind of deals you're having so they can be prepared. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Thank you. Yeah. The other thing you might want to do, sorry, this I, I just thought of this, but a lot of times when people are doing sort of the progressive deals like that, they also can have the option to just save it and ship it all at the end of the week. Like if you're just online. So you might offer that as like an added bonus of like, hey, get the deal each day, but like only pay shipping once or something. You know, I think you have to be careful about that um, when you do sort of the progressive deal. So I would try to offer that as well. um, Just because we do see, I I, I mean, listen, I have clients that like know someone's going to order a couple times during a week and they'll just ship it on Friday charge them once you know it's easier for you yeah. and it's easier for them so how would I how you could make that, that up like how would I set that up on like on the website would I just like let them know that they'll be like reimbursed for any like overcharge or yeah um, I would do that yeah I would say hey if we see that you've ordered like more than two times this week we will ship on Friday like we're you could even just say hey we're gonna ship everything on Thursday or Friday like at the end of your promos. And if you've ordered multiple things, we'll reimburse you for the total. Yeah, we'll reimburse you with a difference or whatever. Yeah, I have clients do that all the time. Especially with I love your that idea. Yeah. yeah, I love that idea. Um, that's a great idea. Okay, so does that feel good to you, Maude, all of that? 
Yeah, definitely. Thank okay. you. Okay. And then the other question you had is that you're having more traffic to your site. Great. You had 328 visitors this month alone, but so far three website orders and three abandoned checkouts. Are you able to look at my site or tell me what to look for in maybe my reporting to see where people are not reaching out uh, or reaching checkout? Sorry. Um, so are, do you have automation set up? Like, are you sending out like for those abandoned carts? Like, are you sending out an email to them? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, and they're not, they're, they're not responding to it. Um, I've had like, I've seen abandoned checkouts with like the discount code that I've sent previously. Okay. Um, I guess I would need to actually look into if like that code is really being used or not. Right. Uh, I don't think it is. That could be wrong. Okay. And then are you like, you know, you're getting more visitors to your site, which is awesome. Are you sending out emails weekly? Like, are you like, how are you engaging with your customers? Uh, so I did send out emails, like more emails last week. Uh, I, and I try to do like new arrivals uh, every week to send an email for that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't necessarily have a schedule. Okay. Because I think that helps getting on a schedule of constantly sending out or posting. Um, oh, thank you, Emily. I'm Sorry, I'm taking that. over from no. that. Just no, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, please. Um, but I would definitely get on a schedule and try to start doing that because I think that, first of all, helps. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I right before the call, I was starting to look at your website. But um, what do you I'm think? I'm going to jump in on the website. Is that okay? Yeah, please. Okay. Mod, I need this header to be like half the size it is. Like, so it have, looks so weird on desktop. <laughs> it looks weird on desktop. Do you know where how people are accessing it through desktop or mobile? Uh, I believe it's more mobile. Okay. So I would just double check that. I mean, I just feel like the this header is really big. Like um, the picture, right? It's just a little too, yeah, it's just, it's too long. Like, so what mm -hmm. I always like to think about is like, when you go to the, you go to a newsstand, you see a newspaper, the top half, like above the fold of a newspaper is like the most, it's like, that's the headlines of the day. You know, it's where they put the most important stuff. Um, and so for you, I want to make sure we're seeing the most important stuff there. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I log on here, I can see like, okay, your store, but I can't even see like necessarily a product yet, you know? Yeah. So, um, if I were you, this is when I just worked on, um, let me just pull this up. So I just worked on this heading recently, but see how much smaller it is and thinner, but we can still get three different products. There's like a little okay. theme here. Um, but whereas yours, it's like, it's very hard. Like, so also you can see right here, specific products. So these are mm -hmm. not, I wish these were actual style photos. They will be, but, um, that's the other thing. You scroll right there and you can automatically see products. So what I would say for you is let's make this smaller if you can. Mm -hmm. um, I believe I used like Facebook header on Canva as the template for uh, up here. And then I would say if you, instead of having um, categories here, if you could do actually some of your best-selling products right here, 
I think you'd get like, so you have to remember the more clicks it takes for people to get to the checkout, the more calories they're burning, the the heart, you know, the less you're, you're going to just lose more people. So if you okay. can get like your top three bestsellers, six bestsellers right here, and people are like, add to cart, add to cart. So like, you know, even here, I don't think we can add to cart, but we can at least click into it, add to cart. And then there we are, we're at the cart. It's one, two, three clicks to add to the cart. You know, so the the more clicks we have to go through to get to the cart, the harder it's going to be. So right now we're one click and then we're one click, or I guess we could choose options, one click. So we're just, we're, we're a few more clicks in, you know, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going to abandon my cart. I apologize. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I do think it would be good to get more, um, I think it would be good to have more products on that homepage. And then my only other thought for you is just like, like, see how this is like a little bit smaller. Like, I don't, I don't mind. I I would like this to be again, like this header to be smaller. So if you can stack any of these other stuff, I would love that. Like drinkware maybe goes under accessories or graph, you know, spooky sales. Right. Your your spooky sales. Oh, I I need to for sure. Um, but yeah, I just, I think things feel a little big and that's okay. But just double check it on, um, you know, do the view of, uh, for mobile, but I, mm-hmm. like, I think you're on the right path. You know, I guess I like the new branding. Like, I feel like things feel spookier and witchier and we love that. I just think the less clicks to get to where you want to be, the better. So mm-hmm. That's my best advice for you. Um, because I don't think, I mean, listen, your conversion rate is like under a little bit under 1%, which is great. Um, I think it's just a matter of like, let's get more people to your site and let's get, make it a little bit easier for them to shop and add to cart. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. This looks much better and than I think the last When you time. say like add bestsellers, it's actual bestsellers, right? Because you always hear like, oh, put what doesn't sell as bestsellers and then it'll sell or something like that. I mean, listen, I think that's true when you have a really big store. Like, I think if you're doing like a million a year, you know, like 5 million a year and you have some styles that you're like, oops, we got too much. Sure, fake call them bestsellers. But for you, you really want it to be your bestsellers because you're new. You want it to be like your right. brightest styles, you know? So yes, I agree with that. I don't agree with it for you. <laughs> gotcha. Makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, good. And then I think that's it, right? That's the only questions that you had? Yes. Okay, good. So you feel good about everything? Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, okay, so we have some other questions. I'm trying to see where they are. (laughs) I'm sorry, there's a lot in the chat. So I think we, I think the next question would be from Juana. Yes, okay. Um, Yeah. Juana forever. I know she moved up to six figure blueprint. But I she, know. Of course, jumped on the call because she, of course, she's going to do that. Right. Uh, Juan, are you here? So, yes, I'm here. Okay. So, um, I saw that you said you had Black Friday anxiety. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. We're not going to have anxiety about it. Um, anything that sells during the oh, anything that sells during Black Friday's final sale, unless it's regular priced. I have things that should be marked down around the time of Black Friday, specifically dresses. Can I just have a section of, black, of dresses 30% off? I can make it a Black Friday sale, even though I would have marked them down anyways. Um, I would just do that. I would just mark them down. If you need to mark them down, mark them down. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so 
So I shouldn't make it like a thing, like a, like a, or I could even go more like how Emily said, maybe do 40 just so I don't have it like sitting there. But you can do that for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Emily, what do you think about? We're saying that also because we know that Juana's margins are sick. So I just want to be very clear. We know Juana's like marking up three to four times on everything. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That was a good disclaimer. Um, Sorry, I need to like add the asterisk of like, we know Juana's margins are amazing. And that's why we feel (laughs) very comfortable on this call saying, go to 40 off because we're still going to make money. Right. Yeah. Um, So... Emily, do you usually think, like, what do you think about Black Friday? Is it, is it final sale, like the doorbuster type stuff or anything that you're doing? Do you make that final sale? I mean, like, I think it's up to you. I think that's the big mm-hmm. thing. It's like, if you don't want returns or exchange, I mean, like, so at this time of year, let me zoom out for one second here. I feel like at this time of year, there is the potential to add sort of like a limited time of, um, return policies like we see a lot of people well a a lot of return policies have been being shortened or cut off even like everywhere corporate wise too Mm -hmm. um so i think you could do a couple things like you could say Mm -hmm. that anything bought between november 15th and december 31st can only be exchanged for credit or something you know can only be returned for credit but it has to be returned by january 30th or something you know you can kind of make up your own thing or just say, screw it and say anything you buy from, you know, on a certain day or during a certain time frame, it's just final sale because you're going such deep discount. That is absolutely fair to say. Okay. Yeah. That was my, what I was kind of worried about because like, because I do have good margins on a lot of bestsellers. So I'm having like a lot of door busters um, because I can, I know I can mark down like my leather jeans uh, 40% off, but I'll still be making three X or like my bestseller dresses. So basically I'm going to have a lot of things like, you know, just lowered price, um, door busters, but you know, in the end it still like works out for me price wise. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the thing is too, is that I don't, I didn't want, um, a lot of returns because then the price, if I adjust the price back to normal price, like, how would that work? That's why I was thinking that it should be final sale. Like if they buy within that Black Friday weekend, because then the price would be changed back to normal, like after. Oh, well, they wouldn't get that back. So you're worried yeah. like, okay, I buy it at a discount and then I come back and I want mm-hmm. to exchange it for the price it is currently on the floor. Yeah, so that was my my thing. Well, listen, it's all based on your receipt. So it's like- okay. It's if someone comes in with a receipt and they say like, "Hey, I paid thirty dollars for this, but now it's seventy dollars." Like, I want seventy dollars value. It's like, well, you didn't pay that, so no. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's when you just default to your receipt and just, you know, as a good reminder for everyone here is like, just make sure your return policy and all that stuff. If you have a brick and mortar, is like very clearly posted, stated everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I have okay. people out in the world of or a little mean and rude lately so mm. you know yeah. I would just protect yourself in that way um but I I think it's fine to say like all anything bought on Black Friday or any sale items are our final sale that's fine mm-hmm. okay and then and then so if I did do like what you said like I'm still gonna think about it but if I did let them get um in exchange for store credit for the amount, like you said, like if it was $30 and now it's 70, they get the $30. My thing with that is like on Shopify, 
when you do, I don't know if, if you guys have gone through like the whole exchange thing on the POS, but there's no option to like change what they get refunded. Like it, it's going to pop up as the new price. That's my only like concern. Like say they bought it at 30 and then they return it after the sale. And now in the system, the pr product is 70. So yeah. when I ring it up, it's going to pop up as a refund of 70. So I don't know how to change that. Um, Like the only way I think you could do it is honestly, just make it final sale. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I I hear you yeah. and like shop like I just think POS systems are great and they're so tricky. I mean yeah. as like a return of like a non like its own item, like a quick sale kind of mm -hmm. idea, you know, but as like a as a return. Um mm -hmm. but you know, I mean I think here's the thing is like if you're selling it on Black Friday, I don't think it's unreasonable if you're going super deep discount. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's unreasonable if people know that it's final sale for it to just be final sale. Like, I think that's fine. Okay. And let's see. Because it's not easy to exchange like that. No, I know. I know. Yeah, I kind of forgot that. I don't do a ton of that, but mm -hmm. I, I, so a couple times I've done it, it's not that easy. Yeah, hopefully they, they get better at that because the whole like return exchange thing is kind of weird on the system. Like, to do those kind of like returns where it's a different price. Like, I don't, I don't think there's a way to fix that yet. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I'd have to play with it. and look. Yeah. At it. I mean, I would just make a final sale if you want. Yeah. To. That'll just be easy that way. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, and then, okay. Yeah, go ahead. The last question. Uh, is it normal that after Black Friday, Cyber Monday for the store to look kind of empty after this, these sales, since the point is to sell through most of the inventory by December? So I shouldn't be worried about filling up the store as so, as so much for after Black Friday weekend. Um, you know, the thing is that you're going to still have people that are going to come in the month of December. I mean, that are going to want to shop, whether they're going to shop for dresses to go out for parties or things like that. So, um, you know, there's two thing, two frames of thought here. Like, I mean, obviously there's things that you're just going to be like, okay, I sold them and I'm not going to get back into them. But then you could have some mm -hmm. new arrivals coming in that might be good for the holiday season. Um, in general, because people come into your store last minute looking for something to wear to go out, right? Um, yeah. Or, you know, um, you know, if you're starting to kind of transition a little bit into, and I know you're in California, is to kind of transition a little bit like resorty. So like when we were in corporate, like we would be starting to have some resort things coming in at, in December um, that were starting to kind of help transition into January. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of think of it that way. Okay, but I shouldn't um, like try to fill it like I normally would throughout, like, say, the middle of the year, just because I also don't want to have too much inventory right towards like the last day of December. Like, I don't want to get like crazy. And like, you're, I think it. what you're trying to say is like, should I base yeah. a buying plan off of for December off of my Black Friday sales? Like, Based on like normally, what we would be talking about is like, oh, you sold through all this stuff. How are you going to replace it? Yes, right? that, that's yeah, the normal yeah. conversation. I, and I, I hear you. This is not that time though. <laughs> so like, for sure, because this is like kind of your second Black Friday. Like, no, it's your first. No, first. Yeah, it's my first. Oh that's my why god, Lana! Like, why did I think it was well, your second? Because oh she opened like the week after, right? I think, right the week after Christmas. Yeah. 
it was right before Christmas. Uh, what was it? The right before? I forgot now. Yeah, I think it was like right, right, right after. I only opened a couple of days in December. Well, like a week or two. And yeah. then so I missed like all the holidays and all of that. So Juana, here's what I would do if I were you. I would go back and look at your January buys. Like see what what was that initial collection? What sold well? What worked well? What didn't? Is there anything you can learn from what you did last January that doing it in December would still work? So like, as an example, we often, uh, there was a client I looked at um, their summer sales. And what we saw was June was like a really big month for dresses. And May wasn't like May was like, okay. And they were like, well, we didn't really have a lot of dresses. We like kind of did a dress launch in June. And I was like, okay, well, what if you did a dress launch in May? And they Mm -hmm. did it and it like doubled their dress sales for that quarter because it was just, they just had it a little earlier and it was, you know, a little more timely. So I think what you want to do for your December kind of assortment, because, because you're in a brick and mortar also, you're going to get buyers until December 24th coming in and wanting Mm -hmm. stuff, you know? So you do want to be stocked. You don't want to be overstocked. (laughs) This is like, this is Mm -hmm. a time to be very tight with your buying um, because you don't want to end the year with a lot of stuff. But I do think if you start to think about what happened last January that worked, could I bring it in, in December in a different color or different, you know, do the sister cousin deal for December. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you do like the other thing with December is you have the opportunity to maybe add on like shawls or you know, like what are people wearing when they're freezing cold in that dress, you know, and mm-hmm. cold in California, like 40 degrees, like not to say you have to get into jackets and all these kind of things, but, you know, just thinking about most of your people are coming in for self-purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about what are those last minute, like Ariane was dead on when she said like people are going to parties and they're getting, they're getting their party dresses, they're getting their party outfits, their nails, their lashes, like all that stuff from you. So what does that look like? In December. Okay. That's what I would launch with, but I would buy like, I don't know, you don't have sales history from last December. So what did you do in, what did, how much did you do in October? I finished at 19 flat, okay. which was um, not what I was expecting, but also it was like weird. Like, I don't know. It's, it was like slow. Um, Yeah. I don't know. October is a weird month. October, I think, is yeah. a weird month for a lot of people just because, you know. It wasn't corporate, corporate too. October was always <laughs> terrible. Oh. Not that it should be going on that. I'm not doing that bad mindset stuff, but like <laughs> October is always a diff- like different. It's different. Yeah. Than yeah. Yeah. I would say, listen, mm-hmm. if I were you, I would plan on like a 20K December. Mm-hmm. December like I would kind of and it's it's purely because like you kind of missed the last week of the year like that last week of the year between Christmas and New Year should be again another like sale kind of week so mm-hmm. I think if you buy December tight and mm-hmm. like like maybe you buy 5k of inventory like small mm-hmm. amount like not a lot 4 or 5k keep it really tight make it the best of the best styles Mm-hmm. I want to end the year at the lowest inventory possible so you don't have to pay taxes on it. That's like the big thing, truly. Yeah. So, and I oh, think and that's then, where you were going with that too. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then a side note to that is like, say after the holidays. So now like in December, like after um, Christmas um, and say I still have like 
of, you know, just inventory kind of there that didn't really sell before Christmas? Should I do a sale to, so that I end the month with whatever, you know, whatever else I could get rid of? End December with a sale? Yeah, like post Christmas. Yes. Um, like, okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, my my opinion is always like the December 25th, everything's dead in the water. So you might, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think the same thing, yeah. Ariane? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I would go, I would do another like deep discount sale that week. And then, you know, in thinking about January, how are you going to shift your color palette to a more, like Ariane's saying, resort, pre-spring color palette? You know, if you live in somewhere that it's cold, my, my always my best example is like a lavender sweater. Yeah. Because <laughs> cold, but like we need a new color pop. You know, I think the biggest shift from from my perspective from December to January is color driven more than <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, everybody's Sounds like good. seeing jewel tones. So like that January, like end of like into that January, it's like almost like a refresh, like there's like pretty creams and lavender, like just like it's like feels different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that pretty they we used to call it winter pastel palette. Yeah, we used to call it those almond Jordans, the Jordan almonds color palette. Oh oh, yeah, like you get at weddings. Yeah, that's a great palette. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we used to call it at Bendel's. Oh, that's funny. I like that though. That's a good that's a good palette, Jordan almonds. Yeah. Yeah. what it is yeah and are you feeling better yes and then can I squeeze in one last thing yeah quick quick okay uh, so um oh now I lost it what's it gonna say oh yes okay so um when I do like all these doorbusters during the holiday well during Black Friday through Cyber Monday I so I have like a couple like one that has to do with pants one that has to do with sweaters one that has to do with dresses and one with tops so it's like spread out throughout the store. And then in the back, I'm just going to have a bunch of racks with the 10, 12, like all like, you know, the stuff that just has to go. So that was my plan um, and just have it running through that whole weekend. Does that sound good? I like it. You like it, Ariane? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think as long as your signage is clear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did get some of those like sign, those hanging signs for the mm-hmm. store. Yeah. So yeah, to make it like fun and make it look all professional and all that. <laughs> make you look like a real store, wanna? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for her first holiday. I know. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, I'm excited too. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Wana. Good luck. Um, okay, so I think we only have like a couple like one or two more questions. I know, um, we're like a little bit over time. So if yeah. everyone's okay saying, yeah, I see one from Jordan J and then Mop Shop. Yeah, okay, good. That's what I see too. Okay, so Jordan J, I'm just getting ready to launch my website, go live with my online boutique. Initially, I had the mindset of starting very small, seven items. Is it worth to bulk up my inventory to capitalize on Black Friday and holiday sales? Uh, uh, Jordan, are you here? Yep, I'm here. Oh, hi, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Well, that's exciting <laughs> that you're ready to go live. Um, yes, thank you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're going in, you don't really have a ton of history. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of think I would go in with what you're planning to do. And okay. Emily, let me know if you disagree with me. Yeah, and, my thought is no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and read it that way and see how you're doing. And then okay. you could always, I mean, it's a crazy time of year, but you could always get more inventory. Yes. 
Yeah. What's what's your launch day officially? Um, well, I was gonna shoot for like end of week, like on Friday. Perfect. Friday. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, so I that, mean, here's the thing: if you have like a killer weekend this weekend, mm-hmm. then just analyze those sales and say, okay, what really worked, yeah. and then invest your money and the things that really work to keep bringing back for Black Friday or holiday. You also could use Black Friday as a time for the things that like you're gonna launch this weekend that flop. Like, it's okay. Like, again, like throw it on a doorbuster, 40% off. Like it was a total mm-hmm. flop, but like, let's just turn it into money. Yeah. Get rid of it. Get yeah. else. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's actually smart. It, it's, it's, you're really smart. Cause I think you have like, you know, give yourself. So you, so you launch on Friday. Was that the 10th? Yeah. Give yourself to like the 15th, mm-hmm. 17th to see how far you get. Okay. To reorder a bestseller or something like that, you could do that for Black Friday weekend in a new color and offer it, yeah, at yeah. a little discount or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a, you might have to work quick, but also, okay. I think it's nice that you have seven styles and like you can really see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. That's good advice because I was yeah going back and forth and like, oh my gosh, you need more. What if people really want to shop? But then I don't want to get too much and no one. Yeah. And you don't know what they're going to respond to yet. So true. And that's where we see a lot of people get into trouble is that they, they bulk up when they like, it's okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can get inventory fast. So yeah, like Mm -hmm. like Emily said, you just have to be on top of it, which, you know, with some styles you can't wait. It's good. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you very much. Use your money. Be really cheap. That's like always for startups. (laughs) I was watching some video about like how to start a play cafe. And it was like, the girl was like, we started with $170,000. Oh my gosh. I was like, I wanted to throw up. I was like, that's so much money. So much money. Yes. That's a down payment on a really, really, really nice house. Yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yeah. That's insane. So yeah, I'm, I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap girl. Like just spend as little as possible, analyze your sales and then Mm -hmm. make your investments really smartly based on your sales. And if nothing pops, okay, then we, then we, you have the money to start from scratch kind of again. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I always, I'm always like, if you have money in your bank account, you have so much more flexibility and power than someone who's gone out and spent their whole budget out the gate. Yeah, that's a good point. Definitely. All right, good luck. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, good luck launching. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, uh, Mob Shop. Um, How do you sell the bundles online? Do you create a separate listing for these things? Um, Emily, I'm going to refer to you back to yeah, I said yes I mean okay. I oh, think did. the okay. thing would be like well like you Arianne when you sell your stacks I do them separate yeah there it's like a listing with five bracelets at a specific price correct yeah 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 is that what you're looking to do mob shop sorry is it mod shop or mob shop mob, mob shop sorry okay are you there mob shop Oh, I don't think she's here anymore. Oh, yeah, wait, no, she, she is. is. No, she is. I see her. Yeah. Do you want to unmute yourself? Sorry, we don't know your name. It's okay if you don't want to. I mean, I think here's the thing. I think the ease, again, it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Dark Mod, the website of like, how many clicks do you need to buy it? Right. And I think with Ariane, you sell a ton of bundles and stacks and things like that. And it's always, people are always just going in, buying the bun- the stack, the bundle. It's done. And checking out immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for oh, sure. Here. Okay. So you just have to unmute yourself. Hold on. Oh yeah. We can't hear you. Yeah. Huh. 
No. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I'm I'm linked in through the phone because I have no audio on the computer that I'm at. So oh, nice. and I also have no voice. So oh, okay. I'm, what is I'm your just name? kind of listening in. I I'm Samantha. Um I actually got the email accidentally, I guess. And Good. Well I welcome. We're glad you're here. Listen, so thank well, you. <laughs> Are you what kind of bundles do you want to sell? Um <clears throat> I'm not really sure. I was I like the idea of like a sweater candle or like bundling a sweater with something else. Um I mean it really all depends. I, I'm a very indecisive person. The one the other girl who works with me is helps me with that. So I'm just like I said, listening in. I'm pretty new with kind of all the holiday stuff. So I always like to listen. I listen to your podcast every morning when I'm driving, so Oh my god, I love you. Um thanks for being <laughs> uh, no, listen, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Try whatever feels good. Even if you feel like you're being indecisive, just try it. If you try something and you give it a good promotion period, you really talk it up and it doesn't work, then we know it doesn't work for your people. You know, like I like to last year I was on this whole kick. I think it was last year where I was saying like having a business is an, is just a big experiment. Like, you don't really know what's going to work. I don't really know what's going to work. <laughs> We're all just kind of right. like throwing things at the wall and then analyzing it and saying like, okay, that worked, that didn't. And and unfortunately, that <clears throat> feels so uncomfortable and just not like, you know, it's it's not fun to have to like figure things out. At the same time, the more you try, the more you know, right? And that's kind of how Arian started off the call saying like, it's my seventh year. Like, I know what's going to sell now. You know, she's like, I'm very confident. I know what I need. And like, we were, we were in New York together in September and she was like, I know exactly what I need for holidays. She like knew the vendor she was going to. She's like very determined. And I think like when it's your first couple holiday seasons, first couple years in business, yeah. Try anything and everything, you know, as long as you give it a good shot and you give it time and you, you know, kind of promote it properly. And so you can get a good read on it. It's, it is so dependent on like, what's going to work for your customers and what's going to work for you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I do like that idea of the sweater and the candle though, Arian. I I would not have thought of that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I don't know where I came up with that. It's cozy. It's like cozy vibes. I like the cozy vibes. I also was thinking about like at Bendel's, we used to do the um, a hat glove scarf set. I mean, like that could get pretty pricey, but we used to do that. Um, Or like a glove and a a hat or something. Like we used to do all these box sets around that like big table. Mm. Um, And we used to do like a brick. I... I like have mixed emotions about a bracelet, earring, necklace set. Like I, I don't love that, but it feels like what your grandma wore. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and I used to cringe when they would make me do it. But yeah. um, but I do like the idea of like setting up a set of bracelets or something like that. Or we used to do like a net initial. It wasn't even a bundle. It would just be an initial already in a box. Mm. Like it, like it was already like like a kind of like a grab and go. Yeah. Um, so that was already basically wrapped for them. So, um, and like, I do that now. I keep it on a card, like on the table, like if it's an initial and people love that because it's kind of already done and they and I put it in a little velvet pouch for them or a suede pouch for them and then give them tissue paper in a bag and they're done. Yeah, um, so it's just making it easy. So, but yeah, but like, I love those like cozy vibe 
like things like think about what you like and this is how like what I like to receive is probably what a lot of people like to receive so I kind of think of what makes me happy if I like opened a box and like oh my god somebody got me a candle and a sweater I'd love that or a scarf and a sweater or yeah a scarf and a candle or something you know what I mean um so that's just kind of where I came with that. <laughs> yeah so um so yeah I think that's all I think we got all the questions yeah, I think so too. So let me just, um, I'll just end. If, Ariane, I'm going to take it from here if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'll like Go drive for it. it. <laughs> um, so thank you, Ariane. Ariane uh, is my co-coach, my ride or die at this point. Um, and we split up the calls for Boutique Basics Bootcamp and Six Figure Boutique Blueprint. Um, so you, we alternate, uh, but there's two calls a month with our programs uh, and they're just like this. They're like, we do a lot of theory. We do a lot of conversation and then we take questions and I don't know anyone that doesn't enjoy these calls. Um, because we just get to talk retail and boutiques and it's, it's just a nice place that feels safe to talk about all that stuff. So, um, I, yes. Also, if you tried to email me, my email is broken. Everything in my life broke this week. I apologize to everyone. I texted Ariane and I said, I don't know what's going on. My, I have a really bad ear infection that hurts so much. I just sent an email out to 7,000 people that I meant to send to like 20 people. Um, and my email is broken and I can't figure out how to fix it. So if you've tried to send me an email, um, I apologize, uh, Mushka and anyone else, I need to fix it. Uh, and I need to figure out how to fix it. I haven't, I'm like getting there. Um, but yes, my emails are bouncing. Everything's broken. I apologize. But also, if you're not in a course and you're on this call, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you like benefited from my mistake and that like you're in a spot that, um, you know, this was helpful for you. This served you in some way to like wrap your head around Black Friday or just, you know, hearing what other people are going through or what we're thinking about, what we're talking about. Um, if you do want to join a course, I posted the link down below and I'll probably send out another link to the email that I uh, sent everyone today through my Kajabi. Uh, but if you want to join a Boutique Basics Bootcamp, that was this call. We have one more call. Um, so if you are in the course, we have another call um, on the, let's see. 21st, I think. Thank you. 21st. We have another call on the 21st. So you'll get email and info about that. Um, and if you want to join us, you can be on that call. We'll send you the info for that um, when you join. And um, yeah, we're excited. I'm I'm excited. We have a lot coming up in the next couple months. A lot of things that new things I haven't even told Ariane about with, that I'm doing. Um, it's just been wild. So thank you for being here. Thanks for staying. I hope that we could serve you in some way. And um, as always, like you can send me a DM on Instagram at stylish and successful or uh, email me like tomorrow because, or email me at emily at stylish and successful.com. That one is working. So, um, if you need that, feel free to email me there. Um, but other than that, thanks so much for joining us. If you're in the group, if you're in bootcamp, this recording will be in our Kajabi members portal in the next 24 hours. So, uh, have a great day guys. Bye guys. Thank, have a great you. Day. Thank you. Thanks you too. Bye. All right. Bye guys. Bye.